I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me over on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Scott Von Dalen on the line. He is the Vice President of Business Development over at Prescribe Wellness. Uh, Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm definitely excited to get into um, what's going on over at Prescribe Wellness. Um, uh, definitely a lot going around healthcare, um, pharmaceuticals, always a hot topic uh, that people like to hear about in the show. Um, but before we do that, I want to get into your background a little bit. Um, let's start with how did you get started in business? Yeah, so uh, like many others, I went to college and um, uh, to business in, in college. Uh, and then, you know, upon completion of that, uh, got out and started getting into sales jobs. And actually, in the early days, had quite a few different sales jobs um, that I won't go over the full list. But I kind of found a niche or my specialty, if you will, um, in telemarketing or B2B sales. And so uh, that took me various places. I ended up uh, with one company for about eight years in the long-term care space and then was introduced uh, to prescribe uh, just over six years ago, uh, early 2013, uh, which is where I've been ever since and, and uh, working with independent pharmacies across the country. So what kind of, uh, you know, there's a lot of people listening to this that are just getting started in their career or they're curious about um, going the sales route, uh, but they don't really know where to start. What kind of, what kind of advice would you give them, um, that, that new college grad? Yeah, so, you know, I, I, in interviewing new college graduates on a regular basis, uh, for our openings over here in our business development department. You know, I think it's important that uh, young college grads get out and really get their hands dirty and, and uh, get involved in anything and everything and, and not just to focus on, you know, just one career. Uh, you know, have that career where you can grow and develop with a good company and good leadership. But also, you know, if you're a salesperson, I feel like great salespeople usually have that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and they should definitely uh, get involved in other side projects, side businesses, you know, and, and explore. And because and, there's always opportunity to learn and grow outside of um, the core company that you're working for, maybe putting in that 40 or 50 hour work week uh, with a, you know, with a corporation or, or a company. Uh, but to always look for additional opportunities. I know when I first graduated from school, you know, I had that one job where I was working 40 hours a week, but I also had a couple of odd part-time jobs where I was just learning other skills and learning from other uh, other companies and experiencing different products, different services, and more importantly, I think different different types of consumers or different customers. Oh, that, that's great! Great advice, and I, I love that because it's because it's almost like okay, you had your full time job, but you're really obviously you're getting paid in the other ones. But those part timers were almost like internships, where you're just really broadening your scope of what's out there in the industry, so you're not under just the culture of one particular influence being that company you're at for forty or fifty hours a week. I love that advice. Um, you mentioned something. You mentioned to um, to think about I'm um, going to work for a good company. I'm just curious if you're a new salesperson, what are some things they should they should look at or consider um, in in evaluating whether whether a company's good or not? Yeah, you know that's a great question, and we get that same question, or I I get that same question uh, as I'm sure many of your listeners do from candidates that interview. And one of the biggest I think que questions from candidates is 
what is the culture? And that's, you know, we get that a lot from the millennials, um, which is understandable. You know, everyone wants to work where they feel like they have value, um, that they're valued, uh, that they're doing something that's meaningful to them, and that they're a part of something, I think, that's bigger than themselves. And so, you know, I think finding a company that is, and I tell candidates this all the time, that, hey, we want to make sure here at Prescribe Wellness that not only are you a good fit for us, but that we're a good fit for you. And we want this to be a happy marriage. And, you know, that's not always the case. Um, and sometimes you've got to grind through some, some, some jobs early on in your career to really learn what your true calling is or where you belong or to find that right fit or that right company. Maybe eventually, uh, you know, venture out on your own and start your own company. Um, but I think it's important that you, you definitely find a place that you love to go to work every single day. And I think that starts with the leadership that's at the company. And so when you interview, I think it's important that you understand uh, what that company's leadership is all about, what their mission statement is and uh, what they're really looking for in a candidate and to make sure that you fit kind of that mold, uh, if you will. Mm, that's great advice. Uh, l l let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Prescribe Wellness as VP of Business Development. So um, what kind of clients does Prescribe Wellness help and what are they helping them with? Yeah, so we work uh, currently with more than 10,000 independent pharmacies across the country. And so independent pharmacies, meaning the individually owned and operated uh, community pharmacies, um, not the chains of the world, not the CVSs, et cetera, um, but more than 10,000 pharmacies. Started off with Prescribe Wellness, as mentioned, about six years ago. Uh, we were a startup company then. Uh, I happened to be lucky enough to find them through a mutual friend, and I was the uh, original outside sales hire. Um, and then moved up the ladder from there. But uh, we work with 10,000 community pharmacies, providing them with a SaaS uh, solution. Uh, we actually plug into their current pharmacy management system, extract that data on a daily basis, and then serve it up to them on a uh, SaaS platform where it gives them the data analytics that they really need to manage their businesses more efficiently and more effectively. A lot of changes in healthcare happening right now, particularly in the pharmacy world that a lot of, a lot of folks maybe aren't aware of. Um, but these pharmacies are being, these owners are being impacted negatively based on uh, several different adherence scores within that patient population. So we give them the data that they need to manage that more efficiently, but also serving up to them a, sort of on a silver platter the revenue opportunities that also exist uh, in that patient population for other services like immunizations, Part D plan reviews, um, and the list goes on and on. So that's, that's essentially in a nutshell uh, what we're doing for uh, our network of 10,000 plus pharmacies around the country. What do you find are some of the common mistakes when you're bringing on a new pharmacy or even when you're getting, when you're taking a, a, um, a pharmacy that you've had for a little while that you're getting further down your process in, of integration? What do you find some of the common mistakes are that they were making in their business? You know, it's a great question. We, I, I am passionate about working with independent pharmacy owners. I've done it for six years. Um, these men and women are so passionate about their businesses and so passionate about helping their patients and really having a positive outcome on their patients' health. But they went to pharmacy school. Um, and so although they're passionate, they're not, uh, they didn't go to business school. And so uh, a lot of them uh, just really need essentially help uh, with the day-to-day -day running of their business and understanding how to run it more efficiently, more effectively. And 
to be able to give them a platform uh, like, like we do here at Prescribe Wellness that just gives them that information at their fingertips that, quite frankly, their pharmacy management systems that they have, there's 50-plus pharmacy management systems in the marketplace right now in wow. pharmacy, so it's very, very fragmented. This, those systems um, are very archaic, if you will. They just they weren't built to provide uh, the pharmacy with the information that they desperately need in today's changing marketplace. No, I, I can I can completely see that, and um, and I can see that having been in quite a few, um, and you you can tell I think you can tell the difference between when you're walking into a pharmacy that feels like it's you know 20 years or they've been there for 30 years plus maybe, but um, they still you can tell when you feel like even when they're ringing you up and doing different things when you uh, just getting a soda you can feel like man that register's been there for 30 years probably when this thing right. started, and that that yeah. know, has to have an effect ultimately and register i have no idea if that does but i just mean in general that user experience of me walking in to buy a soda you know has to have a, an effect on people that are actually um buying medication from them um so i, I completely get it from that standpoint um what do you think's next in the in, in terms of trends in your industry right now yeah so the biggest um trend i think taking place right now and and uh what we're going to see um, continue to happen is the complete transformation of the workflow within a pharmacy. Every one of your listeners has walked into a pharmacy at one time or another to get an OTC product or perhaps a prescription, mm -hmm. and we've seen the really the chaos that takes place behind the counter with the staff very busy answering phones, checking prescriptions, you know, going to the drive-through window, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, and what's taking place right now is we're migrating from a pill-centric to a patient-centric model of pharmacy, meaning that uh, think of it as a doctor's office. You wouldn't just walk into your doctor's office without an appointment. Um, no. And so we believe the same to be true for pharmacy, and not for every patient, but for the majority of patients, especially those on multiple medications, where mm -hmm. we're actually um, conducting med synchronization. We provide a great tool for that. And that's just simply the alignment of uh, a patient's medication so that they just have to come into the pharmacy one time per month as opposed to three, four, five times per month. It benefits profitable for the pharmacy uh, because they fill more prescriptions annually. It moves it from about seven fills a year to 11 fills per, per year. Mm -hmm. uh, it improves their adherence scores. So those adherence scores are critical, especially with the Medicare population, uh, that these pharmacies are not getting continually dinged on their reimbursements. But more important than that, that transformation, once it's taken place and you've synced 30 to 40% of your medications, now instead of filling just say 200 prescriptions per day in that retail setting where patients are walking and walking out, you're kind of at their mercy, you're filling those prescriptions in a controlled environment. You know when those patients are coming in because they're on the calendar. And so now you've reduced the pressure on the front lines, but with the same staff, you now have more bandwidth and more time to focus on other areas of your business, but more importantly, is to spend more critical time with each patient when they come in the door. No, that makes a lot of sense. And, and ultimately, I mean, the end result, obviously, we know on the business side, it's going to be a higher ROI. You're going to have happier clients. You're going to have a happier workforce. I mean, that's the obvious and from the business angle, but from the angle of why a lot of these pharmacists, these independent pharmacists actually got into the business so that they can actually help people um, if they're not, if the, you know, who they're, who they're giving the pills to or their medication to aren't taking them properly or aren't, um, or aren't adhering to their schedule. 
schedule, um, that's a problem. And then ultimately the medication doesn't have a chance to work the way it was intended to originally. So um, really it sounds like it's just really a win-win from every different angle. Yeah, no, and I would agree. And that's, uh, we've, we've really been pushing this uh, appointment-based model of medication for, for, well, almost since the beginning, but for really about five years. And so that transformation is starting to, to take place or, or really the market, I think, places has, has uh, started to cross the chasm where um, the majority of pharmacies are saying either, either they've adopted a med synchronization program or they're saying to themselves, now's the time I've got to do this to, to stay in business, to stay relevant, to stay competitive. That's greatness. Um, so if somebody wants more information about prescribed wellness, Scott, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, well, first of all, there's our website, which is www.prescribedwellness.com um, is the best way uh, to find out more about our services. One of the great things about our website is we have mapped out uh, every single independent pharmacy, whether they're a client of ours or not. You can go onto our website, type in your zip code, and find all of the independent pharmacies uh, in your community. Uh, we, of course, encourage you to, to go to an independent pharmacy to support that local small business. Um, so that's where you can find out the most information about us there is uh, at our website. Of course, we are on all the uh, social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. All right. Um, well, thank you, Scott. I really want to uh, thank you for coming on the podcast today and uh, sharing your story and what's going on over at uh, Prescribed Wellness. I'd love to hear all the good work you're doing. Uh, and to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Scott, thanks again for coming on the show.